This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. You are listening to The Arenality on RFM. Here, everyone. My name is Arina Aizal, and thank you for tuning in on RFM for my podcast, The Arenality. So, The Arenality is a platform for women with international backgrounds on their cultural identities, belonging, and well-being in Aotearoa. In this episode, we have Rawa El Hanafi, a third-year pharmacy student from Palestine, here to share with us about her culture and stories from the unknown country in the Middle East, Palestine. Kira, Rawa. Kira, yay! Thank you for being here today. <laughs> thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm trying to recall the first time we met. Oh, I feel like we've met heaps of time. <laughs> yeah, but we've never really had that a proper conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we really talked to each other during the Musa event. Mm-hmm. Was it uh, the Sisters Chocolate Night? Yeah, where you came to give us a talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was really fun. And thank you, Musa, for thank organizing you. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's introduce yourself to our listeners. Okay, so I'm Rawa. I'm a third-year pharmacy student, as you said. I'm from a Middle East, a country in the Middle East, Palestine. Um, specifically from Gaza. Mm. Yeah. All right. And what do you study again? Pharmacy. Oh, okay. And yes. can you tell us why you studied pharmacy? Oh, um, so I wanted to do something where it was more patient-based. Um, not necessarily being a doctor, but a place where I can um, communicate with patients, make a relationship, um, healthcare-based relationships with them, where I could help them um, clinically or just emotionally or just anything, just to be there for people, because I think that's really important for me. Mm-hmm. And you're very bubbly, and I can yeah. sense that like you're a very social person, <laughs> yeah. well, like, like me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which I, yeah, I always see you studying in the prayer room. <laughs> <laughs> the library's always packed, so yeah. I have God's shelter. <laughs> yeah, and the prayer room at the university is very cozy as well. Mm. Yeah, there's like a table. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. That really helps. With yeah. The, yeah. If you just want to like escape from the crowd, I think the Exactly. And when I want to have a break, I'll just leave everything, go to the side and pray. Yeah, you can just do that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, So uh, it's very special that you're here because you are from Palestine. And that's like a really unique um, story, identity and like experience, which I'm I'm really thankful that you're here for um, my radio show. Um, So can you tell us... What is Palestine? Mm. <laughs> um, so Palestine is a small country in the Middle East, um, just diagonal to Egypt. It's occupied, and that's why many people won't know it by its name, Palestine. Um, it's occupied, in, um, but not where I'm from, Gaza. It's under siege. Um, yeah, it's a country where I built my strong self. Yeah. <laughs> this is who, why I am here and who I am is because of Palestine. Yeah. And going through everything that happened um, when I was there through the war. Mm. Yeah. How long were you there for? 
Um, I was only actually there for eight years, and then when I was eight, I left in 2009 with my family, just mm. at the end of 2009. And since then, I've only been once in 2013, so I was 12. And since then, all the memories I have was just from when I was young, and then when I was 12, and then all the memories I have from my parents talking about it or from photos or whatever. But yeah, I remember enough for me to love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And、um, since you've been there two times, yes. W- were there any differences the second time you came back? Huge differences. Yeah, <laughs> Huge. Yeah. Can you tell me wh- how were the two experiences different?、Mm. Um, so I mean, me being born there and leaving at eight. At that time period, I was quite young.、Um, I went through a big war in two thousand and eight with my family, so that memory is still there.、Um, but what's the changes when I came to New Zealand?、Um, you know, my love to Palestine became like huge and surreal because I'm not there anymore, and I'm just like, can we go there? Can we go there? Can we go there? And then when we went there, we finally went, and just going back was like a huge shock. I'm like. Is this really it? Like, is this really where I was from? Because from being eight years old, I do remember it, but not a lot.、Mm. And just going back was different compared to New Zealand. The people, just the good things were good, but then just seeing the bad things, like demolished houses,、um, just the different concepts people have,、um, and yeah, yeah. And when you're a grown-up child, you know. Twelve is yeah, old. Yeah, twelve is a <laughs> old grown enough. Child, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You see the world differently than you were eight.、Mm. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, I see the world differently. Like I said, my love to Palestine became bigger, and so like going there and seeing it all over again on how it looks, how small it is, how like there's demolished places, how there's some sad people. Not everyone's just the bubbly, happy self that I used to see because things are getting worse each year, unfortunately.、Um, yeah, it was just different. Yeah, it was beautiful but different. What were the people like there when you left and when you came back? Were there people that you know before, and you met again the second、mm, time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I do feel like some people did change because as time goes, things are getting harder there. Like economically, mentally, physically, just everything is just very different there, and each year it gets worse. Um, so. When I went back in 2013, and things happened before I came, like wars or just bad stuff、um, happening, and like people changing in a way that they're not as bubbly as before. They don't smile as before. They don't chat with you as before. Like if you're just meeting in the streets or something,、um, yeah. Like I, mentality-wise, people just change each year because things get harder each year.、Mm-hmm. Understandable,、yeah. because they're on survival mode. Exactly. You know? yeah. yeah, it's literally survival mode. So the mood is not always at the top.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And you told me about your grandparents who shared stories about how they were like in Palestine before things escalated quickly. Yeah. Can you tell us the, some of the stories that they shared to you? Yeah.、Um, So mostly it was my dad actually who told me stories of his dad because、um. my my d- grandpa from my dad's side passed away before I've met him unfortunately.、Um, so we're not actually from Gaza. We kind of you could say immigrated to Gaza, but my f- dad's family was originally from another city in Palestine called Jaffa. I think it's Jaffa in、um, 
English, and yeah, he would just tell me stories about how he would、um, be there, and this Palestine was still occupied because it's been for seventy three years, I think now. So like my grandpa was even a bit young when、um, Palestine was occupied, but he would just tell me how different it was. Like、um, we would still be neighbors, kind of. With our the other side with the occupiers with Jews, and、um, they they my my grandpa even had a shop with them like he would work with them there was a bit of respect between one another, and then my dad told me that when he later went on、um, as my dad grew he went with his father to the city to Yaffa, things were just different now. Um, we as Arabs, as Palestinians, weren't welcome anymore. And my dad was telling me how he went to the shop that my grand, that his father worked in, and he was just like, "Oh, it's over there, but try to act normal. Don't show yourself as a Palestinian." Like he was trying to hide his identity. And then when、um, the other side, the occupiers, like asked him, "Like, how can I help you? What are you doing here?" They said, "Like, oh, my, I'm just showing my son the shop I used to work in." And they're like, "Oh, like, where are you from?" And he said, "They said Palestine." They were like, "Well, it's not your place anymore." So, my dad being he was my dad was quite young.、Um, he didn't really spend his time in his city in Yaffa. So like yeah, these stories. There's good stories like how my grandpa had a shop there. He had a life even though it was occupied. But then later on the years when they went back, it was just like and it's worse now. Like you're completely not welcome there anymore.、Mm. Yeah, that is wow. Because <laughs>、um, yeah. they were good stories, and、yeah. I think the the new memories that were created. Were so good.、Mm, they yeah. hide the good memory. Yeah, yeah, and that it changes your perspective of how, how you know, how good it used to be.、Mm. Um, so let's talk about the beautiful side of Palestine.、Yeah. I think, I think media nowadays we don't really show the culture, the beauty of Palestine anymore、mm. because obviously with everything that happened. But I'm. Really passionate about learning about different cultures without、um, the how society has changed them. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah.、Um, so, tell us what is the Palestinian culture and values? Oh, that's a hard one.、Um, the Palestinian culture, um, very simple. <laughs> Just try to. I feel like in our culture, there's always the bit where you have to include your love to Palestine. So, like in our cultural clothing, there has to be like those Palestinian little touches.、Um, um, where you're making food, it's just you have to put the Palestinian touch. It's just always trying to to put yourself out there and identify yourself as Palestine because we're trying to, you know, tell people we're here. Like we've got nice stuff.、Mm. We're Acknowledging、yeah. the existence as、yeah. well because it is disappearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like honestly, I, for me, a way for me to do that is like I love having Palestinian hoodies.、Mm. <laughs> so that's one way I could, you know, get my culture out there,、mm. just show off that I'm Palestinian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is something to be proud of.、Mm. Honestly, yeah. Like I told you, like getting out of there just showed me how much I love it and how much I should be proud that I'm from such a. A strong country, yeah. yeah. And how do you tell your friends about Palestine if you meet them the first time? 
What mm. is that one thing that you want to tell them usually? Um, so mostly for some people, where you're like, "Oh, I'm from Pass," and they're like, "What?" You know, that kind of annoys me. <laughs> yeah. um, but a way I can tell it is just like, "Okay, it's okay." Like I'm the first person you've met. That's all right. Like there's always a first. Yeah. And I'll just be like, "Oh, it's this country," you know, diagonal to Egypt, blah blah blah. You know, just try to. Um, let them know what it is yeah, in the most simple form. Yeah, it's not their fault that they no. didn't know, you know. Yeah, and I love that. Like, oh, finally they've met me because I'm a Palestinian. So here you go. You're gonna have like an hour session of yeah. what Palestine is. <laughs> let me tell you, <laughs> they literally get like... sick of me. <laughs> yeah, thank you for no. sharing that. Um, so besides your Palestinian culture, you are also part of Musa, the mm. Muslim University Students Association. Can you tell us more about the association? Um, so Musa is a small, small club where it just brings Muslim together, Muslim students. Um, in the purpose is just to bring us together, um, meet meet one another because it's quite hard to meet another Muslim in a huge um, university. Yeah. Um, and it's also a way to bring non-Muslims to meet us as Muslims. I think it's a really nice way of meeting new people, new faces, new cultures, um, and just bringing us together in the most simplest events. Mm. Yeah, and I'd love to be part of that because I said I'm always there to want to meet people and help those who are in need um, because students sometimes do need a Muslim friend or a Muslim fellow, whatever it is. Mm. Yeah, I like when you mention... Um, a place to meet different cultures because mm. a lot of people think Islam as a Middle Eastern okay. culture. Yeah. But there's like so many diversity. A lot Islam. that I've met. Yeah. There's <laughs> yeah. Malaysian, Indonesian, Singaporean, even Chinese Muslims, Indian Muslims. Yeah. And Indians. Yeah. yeah. There's Kiwi Muslims as well. Yeah. You know? yeah. Still haven't met those yet. <laughs> yeah. And it's so diverse. Yeah, uh, I think it's worth acknowledging that there isn't a specific ethnicity to Islam. Of course, yeah. yeah. Like being in Musa, I've met a lot of Muslims who are not even Arabs, yeah. and like it's nice. It's yeah. like I have heaps of Malaysian friends. Um, I've met new like Indian Muslim friends. Just everything, all of the bunch together, yeah. and it was very nice because I didn't really have that much cultural friends mm. outside of like. Kiwis or being Arab, mm. just very diverse. Mm. Yeah. Where were you before you came here? Christchurch. Christchurch. Okay. Yeah. And how was life back then? Like, what what can you remember about adjusting to New Zealand when you first came from Palestine? Um. So at first, I was actually in Auckland. So that was uh, a big city, bigger than Christchurch, and um, being from like a small country, but like a small city to be exact, ex- um, Gaza, but a very populated country, which is like, which means it's always loud, there's always, you know, movement and stuff. But then coming to Auckland, I felt everything was quiet. <laughs> Auckland was quiet. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, it yeah. was back in two thousand and nine. I feel so old. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was quite different, but it was it was good in the sense of um, being exposed to new people. Because in Gaza, you're under siege. You're just very closed, very narrow, and you, all you know is Palestine, Arabs, and that's it. Mm. But being here was nice to meet different people, 
not just Arabs, just like Arabs, Kiwis, Indians, whatever, all in one place,、mm-hmm. which is very nice. I can't, couldn't have imagined to be in a place like this、mm-hmm. if I had stayed back in Gaza. Yeah, and it's the freedom of movement as well. Like you、mm-hmm. get to travel.、Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's beautiful how you can travel around New Zealand.、Mm. Like if I was in Gaza, I would have loved to just drive to like where I'm originally from, like from my city, Yaffa.、Mm. But yeah, no, that can't happen. But here, thank God, I have the freedom to do that. Yeah, yeah. So from Auckland, you to Ashburton, Ashburton, South Island, and then Christchurch. Okay, and we settled there. <laughs>、yeah. And it's your family all back in Christchurch.、Now? Yeah.、Uh. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just here. Uh, do you have any siblings? Yeah, I have two older sisters and a younger brother.、Mm. Yeah. Do you have you ever talked to your sisters and talk about like how different their experience may be because of because of、mm. the age gap? You know, because you came here when you were young. What were they? What do you think they experienced when they? Came here.、Um, so we don't actually have a huge gap.、Um, my first, my eldest sister is twenty four now. So when she came, she was eleven, and then my other sister was nine, just a year older than me. So we kind of had the same experience. I guess my eldest sister had it a bit harder because she came in the verge of, you know, being hating puberty. Yeah. <laughs> so everything was quite different. She、uh. just wanted to get out there, and we came from like a Middle Eastern mentality, so we would still be adjusting. And she was like. Are really ready to hit the world. <laughs> yeah. So I think she had it a bit different.、Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's worth acknowledging the、mm. differences, right? Yeah.、Uh, yeah. And you also told me about your passion for soccer. Yeah. That is very interesting for、yeah. me to hear because I, I I don't really know anything about sports. No. <laughs> <laughs> But there you are saying that I like soccer. Yeah. Tell us why. Why? Um. Well, I from being from Palestine, I have a lot of guy cousins.、Mm. Mostly, um, the dominants are guy cousins. And when I was back home, when we like you know had wars going on, my mom wouldn't stay alone in the house. She would go to my grandparents's, like to her um parents's house, and we would just spend our time there, just to be together while there's a war going on. And my cousins would always be there, and um. Being young, like we didn't really focus on the war. We knew the war was happening, but we would really just be playing around with each other. And one of them was soccer.、Mm. <laughs> and yeah, I, to be honest, I was always a tomboy when I was young,、mm. <laughs> maybe because of my cousins. Yeah, but we would always play. And growing up, that sticked with me. When I just watch soccer or play soccer, I'll just hit back to the memories where I was pushing around my cousins <laughs>、mm. <laughs> and playing soccer. Yeah. yeah. And、um, when you came to New Zealand, you continued on with soccer. Yeah, is it from in school? Yeah,、so? yeah. I used to.、Um, I joined the team in school, and I would just play even like with my dad or my brother if it was just like a social thing or with friends, which is hardly because I don't know any girlfriends that like soccer.、Ah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like I tried to keep that in my life because I personally really like it. Like it's a way where I could. Forget about everything and just、yeah. kick a ball around. <laughs>、uh, and、yeah. I'm sure there is some nostalgia feelings about soccer as well because you played、um, soccer with your cousins back home, and、yeah. you come here. There is at least something familiar about、yeah. your life that you brought from Gaza to New Zealand. Yeah,、uh. exactly. Yeah, when I play, like I just always go back to the memories and be like, "Oh, nice memories!" <laughs>、uh. And then I would just, you know, hold on to that. Yeah, yeah. Even like watching 
soccer we would used to watch together. So it was just nice recalling the memories mm. and continuing from there. Yeah, that's really beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm interested to hear some words from you about like future. Mm-hmm. What does your ideal future look like? Oh, so actually my future... Um, being in a health professional course, I really wanted to graduate and go out there, like work outside of New Zealand and stuff. And one of my ideas were going back home, going to Gaza and just working there where I can help. Um, so yeah, my future would just be working on myself, bettering myself, because there's always something that you have to work on. And I would love to go back home, um, mm. even though even if things are not good because I want to go there and fix a part <laughs> of it mm. and be there for who needs it mm. hopefully that inshallah is, yeah that is a big ambition hopefully yeah. it happens yeah <laughs> I will make it happen one <laughs> yeah, day yeah I mean if you ha- if you put it forward saying that yeah this is something I want to do and you have mm. a reason for it and you're actually pursuing pharmacy yeah you yeah. you will do it. Yeah, oh, I will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> watch me. Huh. Yeah, hopefully. Hmm. Yeah. What about advice to the young people out there who are listening? What would you tell them? Um, always, always work for what you want. Like even if it doesn't happen, there is alternative ways. I realized that in New Zealand, like there's always alternative ways. And um, there's always something that's written for you, for like, and you didn't know it's gonna happen. So just always work on yourself, even if you're not getting what you're wanting. Just keep working. Something better would come to you. You would realize that that better was better than what you wanted. Yeah. <laughs> but just keep. I feel like life is just keep working on yourself uh. and hold on to your what you want, your identity, who you are, where you're from, because that all shapes you. Your mind, your mentality, your thoughts, your everything mm. i think that's important for me at least yeah i like when you mentioned that if things don't go your way and something better comes i've realized that yeah <laughs> yeah were there any parts of your life where that happened uh, everything <laughs> even studies mm. like um who knew i would be in pharmacy <laughs> huh. but i just kept going on i'd be like okay so this is my goal yes i do want this specific thing but my main goal is going back home and helping people in their like health we- um health field and boom, pharmacist hap- pharmacy happened. Uh, <laughs> so I'm thankful for that. Yeah, I can totally relate to that. When you mentioned that, yeah, the, the, the thing I want to do is to help people in Gaza. Mm. The how and the what can you'll, change. Yeah, you'll yeah. find it. Yeah. Honestly, like you'll say one thing, but just keep going. Uh, Maybe you'll change your mind. Like it's it's what matters is the main goal. What's uh, the What's the head target? Yeah, I yeah. call that why, like my why. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Know yeah. your why and work from there. Yeah, know your why and your how and what will come <laughs> to you. Just yeah, magically. Yeah, the universe just has its ways. Eh? Exactly. I feel like that's that's my mentality. Yeah, you'll find your way. Mm. All right, Rawa. So we're gonna wrap up this interview. Do you have any final words to say to our listeners? Um. No, actually, uh, actually, yeah. <laughs> if you want to know about more, more about Palestine, I'm here. If you need, mm-hmm. I mean, because if I, if you don't know any other Palestinians, because I think we're quite rare in the uni, 
at uni. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's always I don't feel like I don't feel offended at all. People think I feel offended. I'm like, no, I love questions. Yeah. I love talking. Yeah, just ask me. Uh, you yeah. love telling people about Palestine. I won't shut up. Yeah, <laughs> so don't worry. Yeah. So yeah, if anyone has a way to, if anyone wants to do research or like meet a Palestinian, yeah, this is basically your girl. Yeah, yeah. Rawa El Hanafi. Yeah. <laughs> How does one contact you? Um. I mean, Messenger would be fine. So just search up my name, R A W A space my last name, El Hanafi, E L H A N A F Y, and I'm there. Mm-hmm. The only Palestinian who said from Palestine. Yeah, <laughs> literally, I, everywhere it just says I'm from Palestine, so yeah. you know it's me. Yeah. <laughs> Do you yeah. put in all your bios? Like everything, <laughs> even my bio is like Palestine, and then Palestine flag or like peace, <laughs> and then my wallpaper Palestine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. People can find you. People yeah. will find me. <laughs> you won't miss her. No. All right. Thank you, Rawa. Thank you so r- much for having me. It was lovely talking to you as always. Yeah. Thank you. I'll see you again. Thank you. Hopefully. That is the end of our episode of the Arenality today. I hope you learn a lot about the Palestinian culture, you know, about Rawa and ways to contact her if you want to hear more about her stories. If anyone would like to contact me, feel free to email aizalarina at gmail.com. You can also follow me on my Instagram at arinaizal. Otherwise, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye! You've been listening to The Arenality on RFM. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.